Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light, and welcome to this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin-Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You, LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. So if this is your first time listening into the How Now podcast, welcome to the show, and welcome to the How Now podcast family. Be sure to go to www.hownowpodcast.com, pick your favorite podcast platform, and then like, follow, and share so that you can see more of what's happening in the now. You can also scroll down to the bottom of the page, click on the banner for this week's show, and it will take you to the to the How Now YouTube channel where you can like, follow, subscribe, and share there, and also see some of our shows in replay. Okay, so again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Make sure you do that right after the show. Not right now, because we're going to start the show. So with that, we're going to talk about today's topic, which is overcoming and and transforming limiting beliefs. Now, a lot of us, as we've been in the uh, pandemic and, uh, you know, a lot of changes have gone on in our lives as a result of it we've seen a lot of pivots that have had to be made, you know? And with that comes fear, with that has come some anxiety, with that has come people who are going into depression. And, you know, as we're going into the holiday season, we're seeing people that are are starting to, uh, you know, show signs of depression, you know, due to the changes and things that are happening in society. And so we're wanting to try to transform that. We're wanting to try to overcome that and to overcome some of the self-sabotaging that's been happening as a result of what's been going on in the now. And to help me to talk about that this evening is my beautiful guest. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have her to introduce herself at this time. Thank you so much, Kim. What an honor to be here on your show. And I'm Marissa Grace. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, EFT practitioner, and a mindset coach. And I help women reconnect back to themselves, you know, overcome depression, anxiety, and those limiting beliefs, you know, that they're struggling through life right now and find clarity and purpose in life. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you here. And she is also a podcast host and her show is called Rising Out of the Chrysalis. And it's stories that inspire. And I had an opportunity not too long ago to be a guest on her show. And so I'm so happy that you are here, Marissa, to talk about these, you know, overcoming and transforming limiting beliefs. And so we'll dive right in. So before we do that, let's talk a little bit about your background and and what you were doing prior to the pandemic with regards to your clients. What some well, of the things they were talking about? Prior to the pandemic, to be honest, I was actually working a corporate job. I was um, getting my certification to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a, a long life goal that I had as I um, wanted to be a psychiatrist at one time. <laughs> uh, I do have you know, a minor in psychology, but I decided not to pursue that mm-hmm. at that time because there was just a lot of things that didn't align with me. 
So to give you a little background, I suffered from depression from since I was a teen right into my adulthood. And I didn't really have the right help to mm-hmm. get through the depression and uh, overcome the limiting be- beliefs that I was struggling with from childhood trauma. And while I was studying psychology, there were a lot of things that just didn't align with me. Mm -hmm. So my life kind of took a different route for a little while. So I I went into the corporate world and kind of stuck there for a little while while I figured out things and find finally found my way into holistic healing. And, And I found I guess what you could call it, your niche, 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 yes. niche, <laughs> uh, however you want to pronounce it. And that actually aligned with my own belief system of mm-hmm. healing naturally yeah. and getting over all those limiting beliefs. And actually the whole, you know, COVID thing um, made me realize to just dig within, within and start my, you know, I, I don't want to say start. My healing process started a long time ago. It's been mm-hmm. a long journey of healing, mm-hmm. but it made me just kind of go full throttle in the healing process and find my way and find my purpose. And once I did that, I'm like, okay, I, I found my my purpose is to turn around and help people overcome the same obstacles that I've was able to overcome in a natural way, right. you know, without the drugs, without spending so much time on talk therapy and not being able to not get anywhere where so many people get stuck there. And I was able to overcome my depression, my anxiety. I had so many limiting beliefs self-worth i didn't like myself Mm. i had no self-love whatsoever but i was a person that loved to help people and i was a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and that was because i couldn't please myself so Mm. you know when we can't help ourselves we tend to go and please others, right? right. We want to do everything we can to make sure other people are okay, that they're attend to their needs or tended to only because we can't do that to our own selves. Right. And so we find um, satisfaction. We, we find fulfillment when we help somebody else. And that was me. I was a people pleaser. I wanted to help people because that made me feel good because I never got that help. I never got anyone to help me, you know, through my pain and to my trauma. So COVID in a way kind of uh, made me uh, or gave me the time, I should say. For a lot of us, it did the same thing. It it gave us that opportunity because now we had extra time on our hands to do self-reflection. And, and that's what a lot of individuals did. They did self-reflection and then they're realizing, oh my God, I have all this stuff going on, all this drama that I haven't dealt with, you know, all these emotions that I've been suppressing all my life that I need to deal with. And that's what I did. I finished, you know, I came out of that as a totally different person. Nice. And 
came out, you know, full throttle trying to, you know, get my therapy business going and on this journey of helping others do the same, have that same transformation, which I knew it's possible because I did it. If I could do it, I know you can do it. Anybody can do it. That's it. I love that you say that because, you know, it is, it's important that, uh, you know, especially when, when we're seeking to help others that we've had the experiences that they have, because that's a way of, of allowing us to connect with that person and to be able to say, I understand what you've been through. I've un- und- I mean, you know, I understand, you know, what the process is. So I, I think that's wonderful that, that you talk about that because, you know, there, there are some people we think about, even we think about the fitness world. There are some people who, you know, have always been in tip top shape and they're trainers and things like that, but they have never experienced being overweight or, or struggling with health issues and things like that. And so some people are like, eh, they tend to kind of gravitate to those who have been through the journey and they can watch them go through the journey. And, you know, that's something that I'm experiencing myself, you know, as I'm going through my wellness journey and, and, and working on my certification to, to help people in that realm being able to connect with people on that level. So I'm sure that that was uh, helpful in, in, you know, allowing you to be able to present, you know, your, your business to people who needed it because they could see that, that, you know, you were walking with them and not walking ahead of them or behind them, pushing them to do it, but walking alongside them in their journey. So I think that that's amazing. Absolutely. You're absolutely right, Kim. Like no one, you know, you're, on this journey of, you know, of the wellness, right? Getting your body back to the way you want it. And I kind of went through the same thing at probably a smaller scale, but it's so true. You know, when we connect with somebody that's been through the same road, right, that you've walked through and they understand your struggle, your pain, the obstacles that you face. It's very different than, you know, reaching out to somebody that doesn't understand that because they've never experienced it. And they're telling you, well, just get over it. You know, you can do this. You know, these are the results. I'm like, well, there was, you can't achieve the same results the same way as everybody else. That's right. You know, we all have um, different obstacles that we have to go through. Our bodies are different. Our lives are different. We may experience the same symptoms. We all experience the same emotions, the same symptoms, but our journeys are very different from each other. Right. Right. There are different variables. And, 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 you know, and I think sometimes we get caught in thinking that there's one magic solution to everything. And, and it's just not, it's not, we have to look at little things. And and again, I have to go back to what I know with regards to nutrition and things like that. There are different plans that work for different people. Yes. And, and you really have to dig deep and, and see, you know, where they're at in order to help them to get to where they need to be. You know, you can't get through where they're going if you don't know where they are, you know, and just assuming that they're where they, you know, oh, well, this was my experience. So they must be starting from this point too. That's just not realistic. No, no, it's not. To see where they are. So, absolutely. So, I'll give you a little story. Um, So, a few years, uh, I think I moved into this home three years ago. We might be going in our fourth year. I'm losing track of time. (laughs) So, I have my parents living with us. And shortly after moving a year or so later, my mom was diagnosed with diabetes. Okay. And she's always been. 
a heavy set woman. I, I don't want to say a heavy set woman or oh, she's been always overweight, but she was always a plump woman. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's a better way. Her whole entire life mm-hmm. or most of her life. So she was never a slim type of person. She's always been, you know, large, extra large size uh, type of woman. And now she's faced, you know, she, uh, she's been pretty healthy most mm-hmm. of her life. And now she's faced with this diabetes that, you know, where did it just come from, right. you know? So as I'm going through this journey of holistic, you know, healing, you know, she's been my biggest supporter and she's allowed me to, you know, be able to use the tools that I've been learning along the way with her and she's been supporting me and, and really um, kind of just rooting for me. So I said, you know what, allow me to help you out here. So you don't have to go on medication. Right. Allow me to find out what is the root cause of where, why did, did your body all of a sudden now decided to create diabetes? Because I'm a firm believer that when your body creates something, and even myself, I, I had gained a lot of weight after my first child, but uh, it took me a long time to shed. And I knew there was a reason behind it all along why the body decided to hold on to the weight. So I was explaining to her, I'm like, there's a reason your body decides to create these things. It's not something that you got off the street. It's not like you're walking on the street and all of a sudden the wind blew. Right. <laughs> right. And you that cut a cold. Jumped on you, right. <laughs> yeah. And jumped on you. So the body created this. So we can find out why it created it. We can heal that part. And then we could tweak, play around with your diet, you know, that's contributing to it because it's, you know, more than one thing. So she allowed me to do that. We found out the root cause through hypnosis of, you know, why the body created that. We just tweaked like two or three things in her diet. And so in two, it's been two years, not even, she has shed over 60 pounds in total. Wow. And she feels great. You know, she's 64 years old and she feels really good and she has more energy than I do. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not on medication. She's been able to manage her sugar levels. And, you know, I introduced her a a new way of eating. I said, you know, it's not a diet. We just have to learn how to eat differently, just slightly different, just tweak a few things. And, you know, it's not like she went on this uh, whole diet thing. You have to do this and that or that. But she's been able to stay off uh, medication. So because, you know, I understood her issue and she allowed me to help her. She's been doing amazing through the process. But the key thing to that was learning why the body decided to hold on right. you know to to create that diabetes and hold on to the weight all these years yeah, yeah. you know a lot, and a lot of times I find even with myself when I gained my uh, weight it all had to do with the body trying to protect me from my past trauma yeah. you know and I had trauma of sexual abuse as a child 
So my body was trying to protect me as an adult. So, you know, because at some point I wished I was ugly and I didn't Mm. want to be attractive and I didn't want to attract the attention. So I needed to understand that and heal that part. And I wasn't ready once I was ready to heal that part of me. And I knew that I knew I, I remember specifically when I wished that, you know, Mm. into my body that, you know, I wish I didn't attract the attention Mm. and once we know, you know, why we create these things within ourselves and we're able, oh, we're ready. We have to be ready to heal those parts of yeah. us. And sometimes we're not ready. Yes. And I think that's part of the self-sabotage too. We're just not ready to accept what it is that that may come of it. You know, I, I tell people uh, that, you know, for some, it's it's not the fear fear of failure. For some people, it's the fear of success too. Mm-hmm. People are like, wow, I didn't realize that there's a fear of success that comes to what, what if I, what if I succeed in doing this? You know, we already understand about the failing part. And so we, so we pause because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to fail, but what happens if we don't fail and we do well, a- am I, am I capable of handling that? That's right. Cause it's unfamiliar territory. Yes. You, you mm-hmm. never experienced it before. Yeah. And and you have to kind of imagine yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how would it feel yeah. if I didn't have this part anymore in my life? Right. And most people never think about that. Right. They think about, oh, I don't want this. This is annoying. Why do I have this? Right. But then when you ask them, well, then what do you want? What would life look like without it? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't know, because... You know, I never experienced it. I never thought about it. Right, right. And that's something that's so important to remember. Mm-hmm. And I love that you say you have to be ready because you do. You yeah. have to be ready. You know, and I will, I've said this repeatedly during our show, during several of my shows. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And at the same time, you can't push their head down in the water. I think they're going to open their mouth and drink that water. Then some of them will drown before they do that. And so, you know, it it is something that you have to be ready to do. You have to develop a mindset that allows you to to be able to receive what's going to be for your, for your good. And and sometimes, like you said, the the fear and the anxiety comes and with that comes the depression and everything else like that. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how do we, how do we begin to, to reverse some of that fear and some of that anxiety that, that comes along with, you know, making those changes? Well, one, you have to be ready. Like we just spoke about yeah. because I've worked with people who, okay, I don't want the anxiety, but they don't want to let go of the comfort of having that right. in their life because they're so used to it. They used to having the attention around them when they experience these symptoms and they don't want to let go of that because they don't know like we said before what it's like without it right so it it brings them a sense of comfort to be in that zone so you have to come to a point in your life and some people do need to be pushed over the edge i'm sorry to say Mm -hmm. there has to be a breaking point where they say okay i've had enough of this and i need to change something in my life 
if you cannot get to that point where you say i had enough of this then you're still in your comfort zone right where you're like oh, i know i still like to go home and cry and whine because you know when i cry and whine in my depression and i just lay down my bed everything gets taken care of for me Mm. so in some way it could be a comfort zone for them because mm. they don't have to deal with reality that makes sense that makes sense but it's interesting that you talk about people too because because people can be a part of that as well yes part the of surroundings there yeah, yeah. they'll keep you right where you know where you're comfortable at because then they can come in and some people, they like having their thumb on your head to be able to, to control the things that you're doing. But then also you have the, the, the fact that people will, will come in and, and say, well, you know, you're not going to be able to do that. They're used to you yeah. being that way. And anytime you're doing, make, looking to make changes for the better, you know, they're going to be like, no, no yes. stay right there because that makes them feel better that you're, you're lesser. I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the, the right term. Yeah, you know, they take on this role, right? So let's say you're in this environment where, you know, you have somebody living with you, whether it's a spouse or a parent that's taking care of you, you're depressed, you know, maybe you're not working because of your depression and anxiety. So that spouse or that parent or that uh, carer will become the caretaker. Take, and if they've been doing that role for quite a while, mm -hmm. they might be very comfortable of just playing that role of taking care of you. Right. And it's going to be hard for them to let go of that role as well. Yeah, sounds like a domino so effect. It, it is a domino effect. So you then you have your environment that's feeding into the symptoms that you, you know, just allowing those symptoms to progress within you because they're, they're not uh, giving you a doorway to go and get the help that you need. And there's just kind of supporting it and feeding it. And then when you do take that uh, step to like, okay, I think I need help. They'll either prevent you from getting the help right or convince you that you know maybe you should do this oh maybe you're not ready and they'll just feed into it mm -hmm. so when you're in that environment there has to be like a breaking point where you say i had enough right mm -hmm. something's got to change in my life like this isn't working i've had enough and i need to make a change and when you get to that point, that's when changes and miracles happen. Yeah. And that's when healing really takes place. It's when you get to that point and whatever uh, modality, you know, you go after to help you out, it will work because you have that faith within you that this is what you want. You have that belief that you now created that a change must take place within me so I can move forward so my life can be different mm. but as long as you hold on to that comfort zone it's going to be very hard to shift to a different you know type of life that you're dreaming about because they're all dreaming about oh I wish I uh, was the like the other person and I've been there I've been through that stage mm -hmm. I have a spouse that um, you know after a serious injury at work 
ended up getting very depressed and with severe anxiety. And it took him a few years to get out of that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it, it got to a point that, yeah, I had to push him over the edge. I had to give an ultimatum. You either, you know, get help or something's going to dramatically change in, in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, because you get so comfortable because everything's taken care of for you. Mm -hmm. So there's no effort to, you know, make a change. Yeah. yeah. But I think you, you, you hit on an important point too, in that, uh, you know, you, you get to that breaking point and then you have to seek the help. Because mm -hmm. if you don't know what to do, you know, you're at your wits end. And that's where some people take that step of suicide because they just yes. don't know what else to do. They just know that they're tired, you know, and that, that's why I'm sure it's important that people like yourself and other therapists come in and, and are able to show you, okay, I, I know that you're at your wits end or you're, you're you know, you're tired of, of the space that you're existing in. Okay, but now let's talk about some things that we can do to help support you so that you go that other way, so that you don't go over that edge of, of you know, taking your own life, but you're going to a space where you're saying, okay, now I'm, I'm in a position where I'm open to suggestions or I'm open to somebody telling me, okay, so yeah, I'm here. What do I do? Hey, I've been in that place. I've been in that place where I thought, you know, is it worth uh, this life, you know, keep going in this life. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth it? I mean, I could just end it now. The suffering is too much. The pain is too much. And one, it could be, you know, lack of resources to get the right help, mm -hmm. not knowing where to go, who to reach out to, to get the help, not having the support system that you need at home not having the support system, you know, from your community or whatever, whether if you're involved in a church or a certain community group and not having any support system from anywhere. And that I experienced. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the support of my parents. They didn't understand depression. They didn't understand what I was going through. Nobody understood. They just thought I was very quiet and you know to myself and they didn't understand my pain mm -hmm. and whenever I cried about you know uh whatever suffering I was going through I was told to sh you know um shut up like stop crying mm -hmm. they, they would shut me down and that's very hard it is. and when you're in that place you feel like okay, there's no way out of this. I find, you know, I describe it like a prison, like you're inside of this bubble with no doorway. There's no way out of it, but there is a, a way out. Um, it starts with every, you know, we have the power and the power is in your mind. Yeah. It's in your mindset. And it just takes a little switch, you know, a little switch of thinking in your mind of telling yourself nope you can do this mm -hmm. yeah that voice keeps telling me all the stuff that all the bad that's going on in my life that i shouldn't pursue you know any longer because it's too painful but if you listen closely you will hear a soft voice within that will say and remind you you know right now in this moment you are healthy 
Right. You're fed. You're fine. Right. And if you, and I know your show is about now, and I love that. And in the now, and I still practice this today when I go through a struggle and we're all going, we all have struggles every day, whether it's financial struggles, worries about something, our children, whatever it is. So whenever I encounter a situation, an obstacle, I just pause mm-hmm. and I remind myself, okay, at, right now at this moment, right. this very moment, Everything is perfect. I'm healthy. I can walk. I can breathe. I'm inside my home. I have food in the fridge. I have so much around me. Everything is just perfect. Mm -hmm. This very moment. And if you just practice that and remind yourself that in those moments where everything is just right, and stop thinking about the chaos that's going around, you will find a window of opportunity to give you that little boost to seek the help, to go find and research and find someone that can guide you in the right direction. So you could find your way out of that prison that you're in. And and you can do it. Yeah. That's gratitude all day long. Yes. Making sure that we're, we're, we're grateful for, for what we have. That's what we talk about. Just even just taking that deep breath. I have the breath of life in me. Mm-hmm. Right at this moment. And 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 it's and I'm here. I'm here. And I can be of service to myself and to others just by being here. And so I love that you that you focus on that because it is it is about gratitude. It is about right now. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm not sitting in the dark. I'm not sitting there looking at the stars. I'm 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 here in in a, a place that quote unquote may be a safe space for me you know i'm okay right now i can say in this moment i'm okay and that, that's and that right. right there is a victory so i think that's awesome that you that you talk about that because it it is an important step in in you know being able to overcome and to be able to transform just stopping in this now and saying I- i'm here that's right. And I always remind myself, you know, as a child, we were very poor. Uh, I was born into a very poor household. And when I say poor, I mean, very poor. I was, I think we lived in, in this apartment with one room. There was, uh, there might've been running water. There was no bathroom, no stove, yeah. no fridge. Yeah. Um, so I always bring myself back to that time in my life. And I remind myself, I was a happy child at certain moments with nothing. And I felt like I had everything I needed. Do you ever watch, you know, whenever they put those commercials and they say, you know, let's feed the children in Africa Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this. But if you watch closely a lot of the videos, those children... Not the ones that they purposely put the sad children that are crying. They do that on purpose. But if you watch some of these, these children are so happy. Yes. And and you're like, but they don't have anything. They don't have the things that we have. Because we don't need all these things to make us happy. Everything is from within. So I always remind myself whenever I, I was going through the darkness, those struggles, is I want to go back to that place where 
I had nothing, yeah. but I was so happy. Yeah. Because the happy it tells us to be childlike in our thinking. Yes. You know, and they say that because you know, as a child, you're so carefree. You don't think about, uh, you know, those bills and these other things. And yes, we, we're not saying to discard those things. Right. But, but to go back to that space of, of joy, of knowing that, you know, we don't have to have all of these extravagant things to be happy because it's not, and happiness is not found in things. Like you said, it's found within. It's within. Mm-hmm. And, and once we start, you know, working through uh, with our emotions, the things, our feelings that we're going through, the depression, the self-doubt, you know, not feeling worthy, not loving ourselves. The key, you know, to the healing is finding love within. Yeah. And once you start learning how to love yourself from within, nothing matters anymore. Like no. the physical no longer matters you're not dependent on the outside world the physical world Mm -hmm. to give you that love to give you satisfaction to give you all these things that you've been looking for all your life one thing my whole entire life since i was a child i was always looking for home i never Mm -hmm. felt like i was at home wow and as an adult you know, I was always looking for the perfect home and dreaming about the perfect home, perfect house, and never felt like I was ever home until I I finally connected within and found self-love. And then I understood that's where home is. Wow, It wasn't a physical place. And I thought, I had to have a specific home looking a specific way and had to have specific things. And, and it was never about that. I finally understood that's not where the home I was seeking was totally different, but you know, and my, because we're, we don't understand, we think everything is outside of us. That's, what we've that, been, that's, what that's where I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. We're, I was seeking something outside of me to bring me that fulfillment. And I never understood that it was all inside. Yeah. That is huge. It is huge. And that's where we all should be seeking is finding that home within. Mm. And you'll see like life changes. Cause then it doesn't matter, you know, if, you don't pay your electrical bill and the lights go out. It's like, I'm still home. I still have a roof over my head. You know what? I can figure out a way to bring light into this home. Right. You know, I might not be able to pay the electrical bill right now, but maybe next week I will and the lights will be back on. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah. I'm going to create light in a different way, in a fun way. Maybe I'll have a bunch of lanterns <laughs> lit right. up in my house. Candles. And I'm going to make them look like there's stars all over my home. Your perspective of things will change. So Mm -hmm. instead of being depressed and going to that dark place, once you find home within, then things just shift in a different way where you can turn a negative experience into a beautiful experience. Yeah. And I think you can also begin to release those things. You said they have held us captive. 
Why mm-hmm. do I have all of these things? That's why you hear a lot about people who are minimalists. You hear a lot of, of people more recently living in their, you know, getting a little mobile home and just living in their vehicles and doing things like that because they're realizing that that this, you know, attaining all of these things, uh, you know, or having all of these things really isn't, you know, where where the happiness is. It's That's within right. them, and they can and and that can go with them anywhere. So people are jumping in their cars and transforming their vans and and getting RVs and just taking to the road and just living life because they realize, like you said, it's in them. It's not in in the stationary things that are there. And I get you know, again, it goes back to mindset. Yes, it's changing their mindset and saying, okay, but I love, love, love that you say that 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 you know you were seeking a home and that home was in you all the time. That's powerful. That's an aha moment. You know, and yes. wow, you know, I, di- I didn't realize it. It's, it's been inside of me all along. And, and I've it been took me a really time. long time to realize that. And, um, and I never understood it. I always thought that I always thought it was because I was born poor and we never really had a home, a nice home or, you know, that we kind of see we always looking up to uh, people that have more than you right we always look up to people that are wealthy and have good things and we always compare ourselves so I always thought because I never had you know uh, a nice home since the time I was born that home was like this a place a beautiful place a, 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 a physical thing I never realized that it was all within it was just the feeling it's a state of being and one of my greatest teachers was my mom and she's she has gone through a a lot in her life and no matter what darkness or struggle she was going through she'd wake up the next day with a smile on her face and would go to work like nothing happened you know, her world might have been upside down the night before, and she might have been in the darkest place, but she would get up in the morning, go to work with a big smile on her face. Okay. And I realized, you know, she created this imaginary world where everything is just right. And I remember one day we were driving and I don't know where we were driving, but we were driving a van. It was work-related, I don't know, but the wipers, it was raining, the wipers were broken, and it was pouring rain, and we're like, oh my god, we can't see anything, so she comes out, gets a rope, ties the the wipes, and she's pulling (laughs) the rope (laughs) so she can see, and, you know, she's just like, oh, I'll solve this problem, but with that, like, she made it fun, like, and we just laugh the whole entire ride and I'm like oh my god you know it somebody would have been I mean pull over can't believe I can't see couldn't made the situation like it was the worst thing would have been you know calling for help trying to and she's like oh I'll just fix it (laughs) and lemonade out of those lemons Yes. <laughs> and not only that, she <laughs> made lemonade and we just laughed the whole entire time because it was it, we look ridiculous doing it, pulling strings, mm-hmm. you know, so we can see where we're going. And I always remember that, like, mm-hmm. you can turn any situation around. 
Mm-hmm. And all it takes is a mindset, That's a it. switch. That's it. And, and you have choice. And the choice that you have is to either follow that negative thinking, the negative thought that comes in, that negative emotion, or you have the choice to switch that around mm-hmm. and say, Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to make the best out of the situation. That's it. That's it. That's I it. it. I love it. I mean, it, and it is, it, it, it goes again, back to, to mindset. We yes. have to look at it and say, okay, yeah, do I stay in this vacuum mm-hmm. and just continue to vacillate? And do I stay in this or do I move forward? Or do I look to see what I can do to to get out of this space that that I consider comfortable? But when you when when I think about comfortable, I'm thinking that that I'm thinking something good. It feels good, it feels comfortable. But you know, when when you're in that in that vacuum. You know, that comfort, like you said, it's toxic. It's it toxic. Is. It's a false sense of comfort. Because mm-hmm. when I think of comfort, I don't I think of it as, as being something good, but it, it takes on a negative connotation when, you know, when, when you're talking about it it causing stagnancy. Now I'm stagnant. I can't move because I'm comfortable being right here and 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 I don't have to worry about anything. Like you said, if things begin to take, you know, take care of themselves. But what, what, what happens when they don't, when it yes. just becomes worse, when it spirals and, and it just starts to compound, then what And do you- it does. And, I, and I'm glad you brought up that word stagnant. And mm-hmm. we are energy beings. Yeah. You know, our soul is energy. That's what feeds our body. You know, that energy that's in our body flowing is the essence of our soul. That's the energy flowing. When you start building the emotional container with negative thoughts and negative emotions, it throws off our energy. It becomes stagnant. Now mm-hmm. you're turning, you know, this beautiful energy flowing in your body into a negative state of flow. And the more you stay in that negative uh, state of flow, that negative energy just starts building up and mm-hmm. building up and taking mm-hmm. over. And it's very hard to get out of it. And you don't realize that it becomes toxic, not only, you know, to you and to your body, because it will eventually manifest into illnesses, but it becomes toxic to the whole environment that you're in as well. Yeah. Yeah. It is. We should always be seeking to be in that state of homeostasis, because just like you were talking about, you know, when when uh you would cry and they would tell you stop crying be mm-hmm. quiet we hear that with our young boys you know man up you know suck it up you know stop crying and but it, that's a part of of what helps us to to be able to have our body be in harmony yes you know if we start suppressing those things that are natural just like when we sweat you know it's a way of cooling our body down because it's overheating our body has systems that are set up to to help us to maintain that that uh, sense of homeostasis and when we suppress those things that's when like you said the illness the toxicity the disease comes in and and then we're we're stuck we we're, we're not in a place where where we can function effect- effectively absolutely absolutely. it is important so you know i always like to say you know when you look at babies right Mm -hmm. they will cry out you know if they're in need of something they'll Mm -hmm. start crying crying 
And then all of a sudden, they'll just switch over and start laughing for no reason. And the reason they do that is because naturally, us as humans are supposed to process those emotions. And if you look at babies, they do that naturally. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, th- we already come in with that um, already built in, you mm-hmm. know, that programming to feel the feeling until it no longer needs to be felt. And they will mm-hmm. do that. And then in a split second, they'll switch around and start laughing because they have cried out whatever feeling they were feeling until it was like gone out of their system. Right. But then what happens is our parents, our environment, whoever's taking care of us, will start telling us, well, stop crying. Why are you crying? You're still crying? Why are you complaining? Why are you sad? Stop being sad. Mm-hmm. So we start getting conditioned not to feel. Right. To start suppressing those emotions. You can't go outside like that. You can't tell people you've been crying. and No, you got to be strong, right? right? And we're all told this, like, can't show your feelings. You got to... You know, put on the face when you go out, put on this happy face. People can't see that you've been crying or upset. So we've been conditioned by our environment to suppress suppress all those emotions. But we're not supposed to do that. No, when we do that, we can't get the help that we need. If someone doesn't know that you're suffering and you're suffering in silence, how can they help? You know, and there are so many resources and things out here. But if, like you said, we're in that constant state of suppression and, 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 you know, somebody says, oh, how are you doing? We just, I might say, I'm great. You can have a migraine, you have all kinds of things, but that person could have helped you. If you said, well, you know, I got a little headache. That person could have said, Hey, you know, I've got some Tylenol. I've got some, some Advil. I've got something for you that could have helped ease the pain. But we're so conditioned, like you said, to just, to just suppress. And say, oh, no, I'm fine. Everything's great. And we just suffer in silence. Yes. And that's a dangerous place to be in when we can't get the help that we need because we we, we don't know how to ask for it. Absolutely. And we don't know who to go to. And then there's trust issues, right? Well, I don't trust that person. Well, I don't trust. Well, there's been instances where I cried out for help. And there were the wrong people to ask for help, Mm -hmm. but I needed to get it out of my system. And that's Mm -hmm. what was important. It's so so many uh, clients that I have, even friends where, you know, they'll come up to me. I'm like, oh, I can believe that just came out. And I said it to the wrong person. Like, what Mm -hmm. does it matter if you, you know, let your feelings out to the wrong person? So what if they're going to go and spread rumors and talk about you? The important thing is that you're able to release Right. Right. You know, stop trying to um, pick and choose who can I go to. Just get it out. Right. Right. You know, so what if they're going to judge just because them themselves are not confident? You know, if they're judging you, there's an issue within them. Right. It has nothing to do with you. So it's okay if, you know, sometimes the help that you really need might not be right there, but just seek, you know, whoever you can. Right. You've opened the door at least to your, and connected with your emotions enough to say, okay, enough to, to, to begin to discern that, okay, this may not be the right person, but that should motivate you to find somebody who is qualified. At least empty out your container at the moment that, you know, if you are at that point where you just need to let it out, just let it out. It doesn't matter who it is. Don't worry about what they're going to say or how they're going to judge you. 
the important thing is that you let out you empty that container right. and you don't suppress right. it in where it's going to burst and become something bigger right right that makes perfect sense you know so let's let's talk about again wrapping up some of the things that 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 we've talked about when we're looking at overcoming and transforming those limited beliefs like you said first you have to want it yeah you have to you you have to want it for yourself you've got to be in that 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 uh, mindset or in that space of being able to say okay i'm open to to you know to at least coming to the realization that i'm tired of being tired Yes. I'm tired of being being where I am and, and I want to move forward from there. And then, like you said, removing some of those toxic people, people who may be trying to drag you down, people who may want to keep you, you know, like crabs in the barrel, they just want to keep you down. Help you prevent know? you to mm-hmm. you know, make those changes. And sometimes, and it's just okay, you might have to remove yourself away from that environment for a little while right. until you heal yourself and then you could come back. You know, a lot of people are afraid, well, you know, I'm going to leave my family. Well, it's okay to leave them just for a little while because mm-hmm. you can handle, you know, the in the state of emotion that you're in, you may not be able to handle them right. because they're going through their own thing. Right. So stepping away for a little while until you get yourself together is okay mm-hmm. so that you're strong enough to come back and be right. able to deal with those people again. Right. Right. That makes perfect sense. And then, like you said, we were talking about, you know, seeking the help, going and looking for those who who can help you to to, uh, you know, get past, you know, the blockages that have been set up, you know, that that have been keeping you from being able to move forward, finding that person who or, or those people that can help you to to move forward. And then, of course, you said talking about that gratitude being yes. able to 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 live in that moment and saying okay in this moment right now i'm okay yeah i'm fine where i am i'm i'm breathing i have the breath of life in me i'm good i'm okay you're expressing that gratitude for the the small things that are going on around you and then like you said uh then you're going to the point where you're like okay i i i'm going to release these emotions i'm going to let yes. these things that have been hindering me go because in in intro my gratitude, I, I'm happy about those things, but I can let go of those those negative things that have been holding me back. So those are some wonderful you know tools that people can use. We want to you know make sure that people are in the space of of having the the resources and the tools that they need to be successful, to be yes. able to move past things. And that's why we have things like like this show and and in your show to be able to share our experiences and to introduce people who may not know where to go to, to give them options. You know, Absolutely. If, if we don't expose people. We, we, like you said, we stay in that vacuum and mm-hmm. we don't know how to get out of it because we don't know how. <laughs> yeah. How do I do it? And, and we live now in the world where resources are available at our fingertips. Information age. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can look up anything. There's tons of free information out there free you know you can research anything and find your way it's not like when I was going through my struggle I couldn't find I didn't know where to go there was no google at the time um so we have access Mm -hmm. to find you know our way into getting out of where we are 
We can look that up. We can find tools. There's so many tools out there that are free. YouTube, you know, research, Google, so many tips of things you can try. You know, just try something. Just try one thing. See how it works. If it doesn't work, try something else. But I mean, the, the, the greatest takeaway, at least for me, is when you were talking about that house or that home being within. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to remember that it starts with us. Yes. You know, we're that home, we're that comfort, we're that space that that that's best for us. That's why we were born into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we say our body is our temple, right? This is our temple. I, this I, is our I firmly believe that our life mission is to find that connection within, you know, and um, we go through the struggles that we go through because we have to learn how to connect within somehow. And I think once you reach that point where you do connect, it's like mission accomplished. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, your soul, so, you know, starts jumping up and down and says, yeah, you found yourself. You found yeah. who you truly are. It's like, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome home. Welcome yes. home. You've been here all along. You know, that's it. It's just a matter of cleaning house. Yes. You know, now we can clean out the cobwebs and everything else that's been in here and make it what it needs to be. Exactly. That is wonderful. This is, this has just been awesome. It's been wonderful to be able to talk about how to, to, you know, start to press forward because we have so many things that are going on around us mm-hmm. and, and we have to be able to, to rise out of the miry clay. We've got to come out of the clay and to be able to, to, to see that, that, we're that beautiful lotus flower that that we can be in our own lives, you know. So I, I I thank you for you know taking time to come and to talk about the importance of this and and to to you know see how we can you know finally begin to make our way. Yes. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's so wonderful to be on your show and uh-huh. you know to spread this love to. You know, whoever's listening to give some inspiration. Absolutely. And I love your mission. And mm-hmm. we're all here to, you know, help each other out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so I guess what I want to do definitely is give people an opportunity to tell them how they can get in contact with you and, and to learn more about, you know, what it is that you're doing and how you can help them in the process as well. So let them know how they can, they can reach you, your website or your email, how they can reach out. They can reach out to me on my website. It's martppractice.com. I say it one more time. M-A-R-M-A-R-T-P-practice.com. Okay. And um, just reach out. So I um, help people through the process of hypnotherapy and other holistic healing tools to get over depression, anxiety, and limiting beliefs, whatever it is um, that you have going, that's kind of blocking you from, you know, moving forward in your life. And it's, these are wonderful tools that, you know, can really help you and doesn't have side effects. (laughs) You know, you know, my, my goal is to help you get out of that depression in a holistic way where you could connect with and help you connect and find um, your spirit within and connect with your divine self and and find that love. 
Now, can they also find out about your podcast on that website as well? Yes, my podcast is on there and you can find me on YouTube. It's called Rising Out of the Chrysalis um, Stories That Inspire. You can also search it by my name, Marissa Grace. Um, Or you could find me on Facebook under Marissa Grace as well. And um, I'm also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you'll be able to find... um, the show there and it's all about sharing stories of our traumas and how we overcame those traumas and were able to find purpose yes yes I love that okay now one thing that I ask my guests before we go is how they are living in the now how are you living in this space what are some things that you do personally that help you to live in the now what I do is you know I have a whole self-care routine And this is very important. I recommend everybody to, we all need a little bit of time to reflection and for ourselves. And it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, whatever amount of time you have in your hands to just pause, do a little meditation or Mm self-reflection and tell yourself, you know, you know what, Marissa, you're beautiful today. You did a great job. You can do this. Just give yourself some, you know, pep talk. You know, Mm -hmm. when was the last time you spoke to yourself? It's, you know, we generally don't have conversations with ourselves. And all it takes is like two minutes. You know, you're brushing your teeth. Talk to yourself. Have a conversation. Say, how are you doing? So nice to see you this morning. You're going to have a wonderful day and just, you know, set the scene for the day. And that's what I like to do and take time to meditate and just reflect and, you know, set myself up for the day. I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay. Now, are there any other words that you have for our listeners before we go? Any parting words that you'd like to leave with them that they can carry with them through the rest of their week? Absolutely. I firmly believe your mind is the most powerful healing tool that you have. And it's there for a reason, you know, you just have to learn how to use it because it could just change your life around and anything is possible. You can, your circumstances can change just like that. And it's a matter of you just turning on that switch. Turn on that switch. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here. Again, Marissa, thank you so much for being with me. You know that as a, as a how now family member, you're always welcome back to come and talk about things that are going on because what's happening right now may be different a couple of weeks, a couple of days, a couple of hours from now. So you're always welcome to come back here to this How Now podcast home. So again, thank you so much for thank you, Kim. time to be here. I absolutely adore you. And I just I'm so grateful that you're here with us. Okay. And thank you for having me, Cam. It's a pleasure to, you know, be around you and share this experience with you. Thank you so much. much. Thank you. Okay. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace.